0: World, oyster. What's up, everybody? You're listening to World's Your Oyster. And this is your host, Paula Sanders. And I am so excited for this week because you are all going to finally get to meet my girl, my sister, Miss Melanie Rodriguez. Melanie is an incredible Content creator in the lifestyle, fashion, and beauty space. I recently just got to spend a week with her in Milan. We did Milan Fashion Week together. And what I will say is that she is incredible. And I don't know anyone that has a hustle the way that she does. And someone that is so committed and laser focused on their vision and so dedicated to her community of people. So for that, like, it was just incredible. And I'm so excited for you all to meet her and to kind of understand the creative person that you see behind her incredible content on Instagram and TikTok. And with that being said, I would love to get into the pearl of my oyster this week and the problem I always has to deal with sisterhood. And I'm going to talk about Melanie because I did just get back from this incredible trip with her. And, you know, before we went on the trip, we were definitely more of acquaintances. We had spent some time together, but we definitely never did seven nights of sleepovers. Um, I don't know any adult girl aside from, you know, my husband, but he's not a girl, obviously. I don't know anyone that I've spent seven nights consecutively with, you know, in a really long time, maybe since. I'm a teenager. So some would say that it might have been a little bit of a risk, especially because we were going there. It was fashion week. It was high stakes for her because she's a content creator. And, you know, I was just there because I'm a cool girl. (laughs) But anyway, what I want to say is that we had the most incredible time together and we really just complimented each other. Everything was smooth sailing. And as the week went on, we got closer and closer. And, you know, every night was a little kiki after we got home and a little giggle, giggle, laugh about the things that happened. And it was just incredible. And then at the end of the week, we went through something, you know, a little bit real life-ish together. And it really bonded us for forever. And I am just so happy to have come out of this with a really, really good friend and someone that I consider like a sister. And you guys know, if you listen to season one, I'm really weird about friends and I don't bring many people close into my life just because I like to protect my heart. And it's really good to open it up and it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have people in your life that you love and that support you and that you support and that you could be a cheerleader for, and you can have their back and you could be their shoulder to cry on. And, you know, so thank you Mel for being a great friend and I had the best time and, (laughs) <laughs> you're my sister now, so you ain't going anywhere. And that's the pearl of my of this week, guys. I have a new bestie. So stay around because we're going to do the episode together. And just keep in mind, we recorded this actually before we went to Milan. So we won't be talking about anything there. I should probably share a little bit about that trip with you, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe by the time you listen to this, it's going to be so far away. So maybe I'll just save some pearls from that trip to use for the rest of the season. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely what I'm gonna do. (laughs) All right, enjoy.
1: Well, Mel, welcome back to World Royce. Yes, I'm so excited. (laughs) We have a new setup, everything is stunning. Oh, yes. You know what? I felt
0: that you really had to be part of season two because we needed the whole like zhuzh for you. Like you deserve it, baby. Oh my
1: god. (laughs) <laughs> always, she just makes me feel so good. Always.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do my best for my friends, but no, it's so wonderful to have you here, and I'm so excited to yes. introduce our world to you. Even though I'm sure all of them are probably already following you, yes. and you know, it's it's so nice to watch you on this journey, and I know how hard you worked because I think when I first met you, actually, you weren't doing influencing yes. full time. Yes. You had.
1: I think you had you still have your company or I believe or. I was shy of a year when yeah. you and I met and yeah. I remember when Paul and I were speaking it was <laughs> kind of like I wasn't too sure what to say because it just it comes with such an imposter syndrome when you're mm-hmm. taking things on for the first time entrepreneurship especially in the creative space so you kind of like hesitate with ownership over what it is that you're talking about Totally the beauty of creating content is that everyone has something to say. This
0: is true. This is true. You
1: have beautiful short hair, the way that you sleek your hair back. I'm sure so many people watch you every day and they're like, I want my ponytail to look like Paula's or I want my bob to look like Paula's. This is true. And they don't know what to ask their hairstylist for. So putting yourself in a position of what I have in my life mm-hmm. is valuable because people are actually curious. Yeah. And no, it's just true. helpful to, you know, share.
0: It's true. And I feel like right now, especially everybody is looking for like content that's going to teach them something. Right, like that's the right. stuff that grows. That's the stuff that gets seen. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff that gets shared. So mm-hmm. it's like now is the time if you want to kind of like get in there, yes. get in there. But let's talk about your journey. So yes. you started when you were at Rutgers and that yes. was more of like small Instagram, like back when we were doing like, you mm-hmm. know, the filter, the... Yeah. With the border around it. Oh my gosh, like we were I was posting like. 14 likes and right, we were like, right. we were, we were going to be billionaires. My
1: chicken fingers <laughs> at football games. That was like the big thing. And, you know, just like my day to day. And funny enough, at the time, Instagram wasn't really a thing as far as like curated content. Mm-hmm. So I was made fun of a lot. I was now in hindsight, I understand it was bullying, but at the time it was like, you know, just like cheeky banter. But, but people, like, what were they saying?
0: What is she doing? Oh my she God, she's people so cool gave me or? the
1: hardest, worst oh. time. Like, who cares? Like, don't worry about a photo. Don't worry about a video. And I was never obnoxious about it. I was always very much like to myself and, you know, like would go off and create things out of literally the thin air. So I think it was just a new thing and people felt uncomfortable with newness. Mm-hmm. And now it's obviously like this billion-dollar industry, which yeah. is just so insane.
0: When you first started creating, was there anybody that you were looking to at that time that you liked that they were doing? Yes. Were, okay. So
1: at that time, bloggers were very prominent. Yep. And so Mariana Hewitt, she's still a big blogger, a big influencer. She really, I think, encapsulated what a real blogger and a creator is in the sense that she was very approachable but it was all very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so she was like my idol with it and all. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I still like look up to her so much. And you know what I appreciate about her actually is that now in the last like year and a half, I feel like her content has become so much more relatable. Like it's not, oh, it's still beautiful and aesthetic. Don't get me wrong, but it's more like in the moment than as before I'd be like, Many people worked on that.
1: <laughs> well, you, you know what's so interesting. Not her face, her
0: face is gorgeous. But I'm even just talking about like the aesthetic moment. You know, right.
1: <laughs> and I think that that's a push from Gen Z because mm. now TikTok, we want to see rawness, we want to see realness. And so the OG bloggers that started 10-15 years ago, they're like, okay, now we have to like pivot and show the realness yes. while also keeping our brand strong. It's really interesting to see.
0: Well, it's like, because my generation, I'm a couple of years older than you. Like, my generation is that Mariana Hewitt, right, uh, right. Ariel Charnas, everything and perfect. That's who everybody I to rich, as well. everybody, you know, having yes. the most. So, for my a lot of my generation, it was like, oh, this is all like this influencer life is completely unattainable. unattainable. And that's what I think is so beautiful yes. about the new generation coming up is that it's like, I mean, there's people that are crushing it that like only shop in the thrift store. And yeah. like, honestly, yeah. their content is pretty cringe. Amazing. You know, like for me, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God. But, you but know, people relate you know, to it. The bedroom is dirty.
1: And like- right, right. No, people <laughs> want to see that. You know, it's so funny. There's this one viral TikTok going around right now. It's like a girl and everyone's stitching her. And she says, I love seeing the New York City girls doing their thing, their white apartments and the Trader Joe's. But I want to see what a girl in Wisconsin is doing. Yes. And so now there's so many people in the Midwest stitching that one video and just showing, like today, I'm picking berries or I'm picking flowers, and like this is what my feet look like. That's the beauty of social media yeah. is you can literally see what everyone around the world is doing or in the country. Yeah, and it's just so eye opening. What
0: stitch, by the way?
1: So on TikTok, you have an option of like if someone creates a video, you stitch them, and it's almost like a mention. So their um, video plays first, and then your commentary is after.
0: Interesting. Okay. So that seems like a way to grow
1: too. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So we need to start stitching, guys. Stitching. Let's stitch. (laughs) I've never made a stitch, by the way. Disclaimer.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, clearly, (laughs) the. I don't know. If you're not stitching, then I'm definitely not stitching. I know.
1: I need to <laughs> go stitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're going to stitch when we're, we're done We're going here. to
1: stitch. So let's
0: talk about how you get into this full time because you you come here. Yes. I know you are a Jersey girl through and through. Yes. So you're in the city now. You're interning. Mm-hmm. You're still posting. Yes. Following is a couple
1: thousand. Yep. Maybe like 1,500. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was always keen, not only because I wanted to be smart about it, but it came from a place of passion and I kept following it. And so it wasn't until 2019 where I started getting really uh, like prominent partnerships with like a real budget behind it. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing. And the more I got it and the more, I built like financial security in that way. I was able to leave my full-time job.
0: Right. And those come through what? Just via DM, via email, like they just like what you're posting and big brands will reach out directly. So I
1: had a strategy. Okay. And this is something that I share to anyone that's either wanting to be a content creator, wanting to get in contact with these brands is everything I used in my day-to-day, That was like the secret sauce because Mm -hmm. I'm already using it. I'm a consumer. I know the product. Mm -hmm. And so for example, if I was using Tresemme shampoo and conditioner, I'm like, okay, let's target Tresemme and post about it and post about my experience.
0: Right. And just at them, at them, at them. Don't stop adding
1: them. Because something that I realized was there's someone behind the phone. Yeah. Right. Like we obviously see, you know, a platform like Tresemme or any big beauty brand, there's millions of followers. So you're like, no one's seeing my DM, but there's a social media person designated to answer DMs, to interact. Yeah. So there's someone seeing that mention and eventually they're going to reach out to you.
0: Wow. Okay. So now you get a couple of (laughs) partnerships. You are, are you working full-time or you're not an intern still now in 2019? No, I was working full-time. Yes.
1: I was working at a marketing agency Mm -hmm. uh, in the fitness studio industry. And it was something actually very different for me. And I think that that was kind of like my stepping stone to just like evolve. And because it was a smaller agency, I had the time Well, not really, to be honest, because I was working like 24 (laughs) hours. I'm like, yeah, let me try to make this as pretty as possible. But no, I was hustling hard. I was going to sleep really late. I was waking up really early because I'm just the type of person that I put my 100% effort in whatever I do. So I was just juggling it all. And Mm. it was actually really crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And still making time to be like a 22 year old, 25 year old. Like, right.
0: To have a, to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Now tell us the story about how it all comes crashing down. Right. You were telling oh my me
1: which <laughs> part? Like which this part? Story.
0: the one where you went and you, I think you had a, like you were booked on something, but you had the job, you had a job.
1: Oh yes. Oh, that happened to me all the time. I was also very <laughs> daring, which I appreciate about myself because otherwise it just would never have happened. I would get like any like little tiny partnership or event And I would just like straight up say to whoever my boss was at the moment, like, I have to take off. And I was very transparent. I didn't want to lie because what I was doing was so public and social media heavy. And so I got into trouble all the time. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I have this passion that doesn't, you know, let me sleep at night and I just have to pursue it. Right. And they were like. I was relentless. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was was crazy.
0: So, you know what? Take the jobs, guys. Just take them. You have to be daring. I mean, look at what I'm doing.
1: Right. Right. You have to. You have to. to.
0: You have to pursue the passion. So you get your first couple of partnerships and you're like, okay, there's actually money in this. Right. And, you know, I know that you are like, you know, you're a meticulous person. And I know that you wouldn't leave until you knew that you were able to. I couldn't
1: possibly. Right. Like I said, it was not only something that I wanted to be smart about, but also out of pure necessity, I just couldn't possibly not. I didn't have parents that were paying for my rent. Mm -hmm. I didn't have like an allowance. I just, I was out in the world on my own. And it was kind of like, we love you. We put you through college. Now you just got to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And even so, when I started, you know, dabbling with going full time, I sat down with my family and they were like, are you absolutely insane?
0: Yeah. Right. No, (laughs) like there's just
1: no way that this is realistic. This is not sustainable. And I honestly had very little support from my family. Right. And they were just like, you know, you are a very smart person and we trust you. But if all goes wrong. We can't possibly back you on this. There's just no net for you because I don't come from that, you know? Yeah. So that was very scary too, going into it without any family support.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What do they say now?
1: Oh my gosh. They love it. My mom is obsessed. She like loves showing off. And eventually when I started explaining and when she obviously understood the brands, she was like, okay, this is actually a thing. And I was always very business focused. Mm-hmm. And that I think she respected a lot because it wasn't like, oh, mom, I'm just going to go take photos in my bikini, you know? Right. It was like, no, mom, this is my business plan. This is the brands that I'm targeting. This is the audience I'm targeting. And this is how I'm going to make this work. Right. So eventually she got it.
0: Right. Because you do everything on your own, right? Yes. You don't. So she's, so she's <laughs> like not with an agency. agency. That's another she's thing. not a DBA girlie. No, yes. No DBA. This, she's doing this all on her own. and no I I know that people wanted her. It's not that they didn't want her, but she's smart. And she decided to stick with doing everything on on her own. So if you could kind of just like run us through, like what exactly is it that you do to get your partnerships? And then, you know, how do you, once you do achieve them, I know you get a brief and all that. So just kind of like run me through your creative process. So,
1: I mean, my day-to-day looks like, let's say from eight to like 11, I'm doing admin. So that is all like emailing, uh, making sure that my calendar is intact. And so once I land the partnership, we go through the brief, we go through the calendar and I begin creating either on my own, if it's something that's for TikTok and they want it to be more like relatable or I'm working with my photographer, videographer. And so I create, I submit all of the content because prior to everything going live, you submit it with the exact text, with the exact caption, as far as stories. And and you have to make it up. Yes. So I'm also (laughs) doing the copy for it all, which is another really great job in the creative industry, like people that do copy. I'm also scripting everything myself. Right. And so once all of that goes through, I submit it, we go live, we close everything off with invoicing, contracting happens prior to and then i move on to the next one it's like a real yeah business yeah.
0: it's like it is exactly what a ceo would be doing right on right. their full day not day-to-day. to mention
1: the legal component of it is quite heavy like all of my contracts are anywhere from like 15 to 20 pages and before i had an attorney figuring everything out for me and that was really easy but i kind of figured i can do it myself until i reach a point where i find an agency that really speaks to me I can learn it. And I actually have been teaching myself like legal banter and like what to look for and what to know. (laughs) I'm like, should I go to law school? (laughs) I mean, why not? (laughs) Why not, right? So that's another big component that I handle.
0: That is so interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. So if you haven't watched some of Mel's campaigns, you absolutely (laughs) must because they're so creative and so original and they don't look like anybody else's. That's a
1: huge thing for me. And I just want to reach people emotionally Mm -hmm. because everything that we put on our body, whether we realize it or not in the moment, it's all very emotional and personal and vulnerable, right? If you're putting on a cream, you're washing your hair, that's time you're spending with yourself. Mm -hmm. So if I can create a really beautiful message and make you feel even more beautiful, that's my goal. I love that. Yeah. I love that.
0: I want to talk about this beautiful Versace campaign that you shot. (gasps) Oh
1: my God. That Just was crazy. Run us through a
0: day in the life of that. Yeah. Like I also because I feel like that's is that your biggest campaign to date. Like the or I would
1: say I would say yes yeah, because it's as a major luxury- brand, mm-hmm. right? It's a
0: major luxury brand. Yes. I mean, you have done the Tresamé girly, yes. you, Laura yes. Mercier. I mean, there's like so many brands but this one really felt the intimacy one was also amazing which is crazy because after she shot hers i I literally see j-lo on a billboard in 42nd street like in the same outfit and i was like but why was yours better (laughs)
1: <laughs> Paula literally DM'd me and I'm like, that is the <laughs> best, most beautiful compliment like, I've ever I'm received like, in my Why life. am I looking at something that was probably shot by like Steven Menzel oh or something? <laughs> they actually went to Italy to film it too. I'm sure. Because yeah. I studied the whole thing and I was just so enamored by like the feel and it was all like the Dolce Vita type of thing. And so that's what I wanted to capture, but in New York City. Yeah. And so that makes me feel And you did it.
0: And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, why am I looking at this billboard and like, it should be you and it will be you one day. Oh my God, it's so sweet. (laughs)
1: Actually, funny enough, the same exact billboard, when I was driving to the hotel we were shooting, we were shooting at the Howard Hotel, I looked up and I was like a little stressed out because I also like manage everything as far as my photographer getting in wardrobe script again, making sure that I feel good and I feel beautiful to shoot this campaign. And I look up and it's that. And like, I have the outfit in the back of my trunk. Like I was just like, the universe just has such a good way to make you feel confident and being like, no, you're on the right path. Yeah, Like let us show you this billboard of JLo.
0: I love it. Which by the way, guys, I didn't know this, but I know this now after having a conversation with Mel, but when any type of influencer has professional photos that are shot by a photographer. This is not something that the company sends them. This is something that the money comes out of their pocket. Mm -hmm. It's like fully their thing. So you have to understand like what the dedication is Mm -hmm. to this craft. Like they're taking money. Essentially you're taking money out of your own pocket to make this beautiful for this brand.
1: Exactly, And that's another big aspect that I handle is making sure everything makes financial sense. So With the budgeting component of the partnership, you pitch a rate and within that rate is what you're including with your photographer, your travel time, your wardrobe, anything and everything you need to film that campaign is with that rate. So I have to make sure that I have enough business funds to cover it prior to, because you don't get paid anywhere from like net 15, net 30, net 60. Mm -hmm. So you have to essentially... Make sure that you're covering it all on your own. And then afterwards, once you go live is when you get paid. Mm. So I'm, I'm funding my own business.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm my own angel investor. <laughs> I, listen, I, I love that. I yes. love that. So tell us how you end up getting this right, Versace right. shoot yes. and, and then how you went about, like, I would love to even just know what the brief said and then oh, to see so how beautiful. you- okay. So
1: I've actually worked with them, the same fragrance, but the turquoise, and okay. turquoise. And I did this two years ago and I did the same exact thing. Like I got a photographer, we did video. And so this, I'm like, I've grown so much creatively. I need to go harder. So we got the brief and everything was very like tropical feeling. Mm -hmm. They wanted to capture like a nightlife, but also transitioning to daytime or the other way around. And so I was like, I'm going to Miami to film this. And my photographer and- on a
0: flight and the photographer yes, and the
1: photographer. <laughs> and so I text my photographer and I'm like, is this so crazy to go to Miami? And again, this is nothing that is required. They basically are like, here's the brief. Here's what we want to hit as far as fragrance notes, brand notes. You do what you want with it. Obviously we trust you as the creator. This is why we're hiring you. And so I just had this grand idea to go to Miami. <laughs> and I went And it was great We filmed for two days straight What about
0: the bathing suit? You bought the, bought yeah, the bathing suit? Everything. Bought the sunglasses Bathing
1: suit, sunglasses All of the wardrobe I, I did it myself Yeah See guys
0: These are the things That yeah. you don't realize Like I always just Oh so easy You know They're yeah. getting everything sent to them and No
1: no It's not Because I take every campaign As an opportunity To like really showcase my talent Yeah So if I'm shooting for Versace I want to wear Versace head to toe Mm-hmm. You know, and luckily it was a bathing suit and sunglasses. It wasn't like ready to wear <laughs> off the runway because otherwise I would have been like, all right, I need a dupe or something because yeah. I can't even put that in the budget. <laughs>
0: um Just wear a black dress <laughs> with a corset or something.
1: <laughs> and like, I don't know, a pin or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I go big or I go home. Yeah, I love that. With everything I do. So
0: you take yourself down to Miami, you yes. shoot, and it was, it was it cold or something? I remember. Or there it was, was like hot. Some, or it was hot. It was like
1: 105 degrees. We're like, so we shot for two days straight because the... the... The first day we did all of the nighttime and then we reversed it the daytime and we're like sweating, dripping. Like I have makeup on, we're on the beach, Miami, there's beach goers. Oh, that's what I
0: remember. You had like a blanket over you. I'm like, was it cold? Because I have
1: to go from like model to come back as director and like make sure the shots look good. And so Miami, it's not like, you know, here where people don't go to the beach until like noon or something, you know? Right. They're there 7 a.m. So we got there at 7 a.m. The beach is crowded and we are shooting. And I also have to get over like the fear of shooting in public, especially something like that, mm. you know? So we finished and like we went into a restaurant. We're dripping sweat. We're like out of breath. And I was so funny. The waitress goes, oh yeah, there's a heat wave. And I'm like, you don't You say. don't say. <laughs> yeah. But it was great. Everything came together so beautifully.
0: And this all makes me wonder like, you know, would you ever consider just crossing over to like commercially becoming a model?
1: I would, yeah. So I've done commercial work with hair care brands. Right. Things that have been not on like national TV, but like YouTube TV, um, like Hulu and stuff like that. But I would love to.
0: Yeah. What does that transition look like? Like, do you? So
1: I've done shoots where it's like a big production like that. And that's so different than like shooting on your own. you have no
0: control. Right. And my
1: first ad in that way was with Mac in 2017. And that was, I'll show you photos afterwards. That was the (laughs) scariest thing I've ever done in my life because I was new to everything. And it's like a legit studio with like, panels everywhere and lighting everywhere. And there's hair and makeup and there's like dressing rooms and there's the director, there's brands creative. And I was so new to it. And I remember I was like missing a nail because I didn't know like what was being shot. I just, I, I don't even oh, know. they want to kill you? Yeah. They were like, babe, what? <laughs> because now I understand when you're on set, you have to have like clean nails and totally clean makeup and you just have to be on point. But I don't even. I thought they were just filming my face or something. And so now I know when you're booking jobs like that, you have to make sure you're like perfect head to toe because you never know they want to do an outfit shot with yeah. the hair in motion. So that was also a big lesson for me.
0: Yeah, I mean it. I mean I don't. Want, I never want to insult anybody, but doing something like that seems actually so much easier. Yeah. Because you just have to show up yeah, that day. Yeah. And you don't, you but know. But then you don't have that, to that play, you're play depending on, and, like,
1: right. You're depending on your like beauty, which is also another, I I know it sounds kind of vain and crazy, but it's kind of hard, you know, to show up and be like, I'm pretty enough or beautiful enough to face, you know, know that you're giving
0: them the brand exactly what they want.
1: Exactly. And also feeling confident doing
0: it. I also feel though, like you like to play director and to yeah, like, you know, you yeah, yeah. I don't know if you would be like cool with just being like, yeah, this is a great picture of me.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. I'm cool with doing both, to be yeah. honest with you. I mean, and now I feel like I just did um, a hair campaign as well in that same aspect. And they kind of like depended on me a little bit. And they were like, you know what? We want this to be more interactive because we love your content mm-hmm. and like how the bottle was positioned. they were like, what would you do? Like come behind the screen. And I, like, now that we're talking about it, I almost forgot that that happened. Yeah. And so that's really nice when they respect you in that way. Yeah, well, that's what
0: I was actually thinking is like, What does future Mel do? Like, does future Mel want to become a creative director? Would she? Would you want to be behind the scenes and you know, for working for big brands or something like that? Or is it to like you know, be uh, what's her name? That uh, (laughs) older influencer, Grace or whatever, who I'm obsessed with. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god!
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, She is not German. Grace
0: German or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. She's from. I think she's Canadian actually. Oh, is she? I don't know. But she's oh, always I know like who cool you're talking th- about. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's, she's amazing. you know what's so
1: funny? Her daughter shoots all her content. Oh, oh does she? Yes. Okay. And the, the daughter she cool too. with. Yes, yes. Which is just so beautiful to see. Like being an influencer is ageless. But future Mal, I oh my gosh. I just I love to do everything, honestly. <laughs> you know what's a dream that I've like kind of been dabbling with? Acting. Mm. In the last few months, I've had like a few like signs from the universe. And that's kind of like the next trajectory, I feel. This so, is like me. Oh my God, I'm talking you, about you it for to, the first time. You have to put it out there into the universe. Yes. That's
0: what like this podcast is all about. You know, yes. Do you want to know something crazy about this podcast? I have had four guests. Okay. That have put manifestations out there into okay. the universe during my show. And you know that all four of them have come true. They've wow. come, all, called me. Yeah.
1: That means that you're like, energetically. I'm a portal. Yes, exactly. I'm a portal. I
0: don't know why my dreams are not coming.
1: (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm living my dream. I'm I'm literally, I'm living Let me highlight it it again. Here's (laughs) the lighting. Here's the beautiful everything. I know you guys don't get to
0: see the view, but like, we're literally looking out at the freedom tower and the water. She has all this
1: sick equipment. Like, I'm sorry, this is a
0: very proper microphone. And you know, it's fun. I, I love doing this podcast, but I still, you know, and i wouldn't do anything differently, but I also have a job that I, a real job that I love, which to me is like, you know, it's everything. It's to have all of the components in my life that I've always wanted. And to be able to do this little passion for fun Mm -hmm. Well, it's not so serious right now. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if you ever went through this, but sometimes with the show, I'm like, I don't know if I want it to like, you know, get huge get because then scared. I have to really take it yes. seriously, and yes. then I'll like start to be nervous, and yes. then it won't be my passion yes. anymore. And like I go on this whole cycle, but we're putting it out there into the yes. universe. It's like, you know what? Watch out, Alex Cooper, baby. I'm um. not gonna be talking about penises. I'm gonna be doing I'm gonna be doing it the smart way.
1: Empowerment. <laughs> empowerment. Penises and
0: empowerment. Penises <laughs> and empowerment. Oh my gosh. Well, where did we where were we? Me.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted to say to your note, it is very hard, especially when you're a very critical person. And mm-hmm. I think that we both are, Ooh, we are huge much. perfectionists yeah. and type A <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing because here we are in this yes. beautiful studio and yes. this beautiful life that we both have. And we're very blessed, but sometimes you have to take yourself out of who you are and look at it at an overview. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it in an overview, you're crushing it. Thank you. You know, like not only career wise, but you have a beautiful marriage. You Mm -hmm. have a beautiful home. You live in the greatest city in the world. No, it's true. And so it's just such a blessing. It really is.
0: And you know, I believe it actually was Alex Cooper that said this (laughs) on a podcast, but she said, when you're building something on your own, you need to believe that you are going to be the next biggest thing. You need to believe that you are going to be the next apple. You're going to be the next I don't know. Whatever. Any any huge brand. Because right. if you don't believe it, why would anybody else believe exactly. it? Exactly. And, and you
1: are your biggest advocate and your biggest cheerleader.
0: Exactly. And may all your DeLulu come true, Lou. <laughs> come
1: true. <laughs> I saw that like yesterday. I'm like, yes. I am like so obsessed Finally. with it. <laughs> and I have been extremely delusional my entire life. And that is what has gotten me to this position and this place. And so now I'm like, yes, the world is picking up on the fact that you have to be delusional in order for your dreams to come true. Otherwise. No, it's true. I
0: listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. that And they
1: they interview incredibly successful people,
0: mm-hmm. incredibly creative people. And they all have said, like, I have been completely delusional yeah, my entire and life. Just like that I believed in crazy. myself yeah. in a way that one would never believe, but look where I am today. Yeah. And it's true. It's like, if you don't believe it, then why the hell would anybody else believe it? And you it? know
1: what? When it's something that is so far-fetched, it's a good thing because that 100%. means no one else has done it yet. And that means that you, your spirit, your soul hasn't been there yet. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing mm-hmm. because if it was easy, anyone would be doing it and you would have already done it yesterday.
0: Yep. No, it's true. It's true. And I want to talk a little bit about your Latina heritage because I know that this is something that is so important to you. And, you know, have you always been open about being a Latina woman? Is this something that you're now walking into more and feeling more powerful in it because I know you actually were just home and you did a a beautiful shoot while you were there. And I think it might've been the first time that I saw something where you're, you know, wearing your flag and, you know, super loud and proud. Oh my God.
1: This makes me so happy because It's crazy when you're going through things internally as far as like your emotions and like your mental health in a positive light, but then to see that people are grasping it and it's sitting well with people, it's such a crazy like full circle experience. So yeah, I came to this country when I was seven and I mean, from seven to 28, that's 21 years. And I went through this weird thing where I came here as a seven-year-old. I didn't know the language. I was obviously from Dominican Republic, but then I became almost like super American. Mm. And I think that for every, you know, young person or any person that is first generation, you go through this like hyper fixation of assimilating and it being something that you just want to be so badly a part of. And I feel like Through all of that, I kind of lost touch with my Dominican culture. Mm. And so it wasn't until, let's see, two years ago now where I'm visiting more frequently and I speak to my grandmother every single day on the phone, like it reached a point where I was forgetting how to speak Spanish. That's
0: crazy. Which is
1: crazy considering that that's my native language. Right. But to me, I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm in New York. I'm doing my thing. Abuela wasn't
0: having that. Oh, my God. She's like,
1: (laughs) "Um, babe, what is this weird accent you have going on? (laughs) And now I'm like, like fully, fully back to being immersed. But there's this beautiful cycle of adulthood and just going back to your roots and feeling really good about it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at now.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And now you're doing photo shoots and your Dominican t-shirt with your flag. And my red
1: bikini. (laughs) You know, my mom actually took that photo. They're
0: sick, actually. They're beautiful. And my grandma
1: was like inside watching. She's like, you look so beautiful. Go, go, go. Well, look at that. See, that's so amazing that you were able to do that. And also just highlighting the beauty of my country Mm. and... You know, I talk about New York all the time. I talk about New Jersey all the time. And my life is very fun and luxurious and, you know, all of these things. But, like, to go home and it be, like, my feet in the dirt and on the grass. And I'm just wearing nothing but a bathing suit, no makeup. And, you know, we obviously did the bougie things with the wine and the cigars and whatnot. But… Showing us your
0: Tia's and Tio's. Exactly. (laughs) That
1: I just have no idea what social media is. (laughs) That is just so beautiful to me. And I want to highlight not only myself here in New York City doing mm. what I do here, but also like me back home.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And you really bring your community with you wherever yes, you go. Yes. And I know that your community is so important to you. Oh so my God, yes. how do you you know, stay connected with them and how do you continue to be so thoughtful and think about ways to include them into your life?
1: So everything I do I want it to be personal and I want it to be like, I'm on FaceTime with my best friend and it be a conversation as opposed to me just talking to the phone and being like, this is what I'm doing today. And you either love it or you hate it. It's like, no, this is what I'm doing today. This is what I had for breakfast. Do you guys like cream cheese? Cause like sometimes cream cheese makes me feel weird. (laughs) And not only is it a conversation, but it's comforting back because being a creator can be isolating sometimes. I mean, if we think about it, you're literally talking to a phone, which is like, if we asked like someone from 30 years ago, like, (laughs) what do you think of this? They'd be like, what the heck are you guys talking about? (laughs) So it it just, it has to be a conversation. Otherwise it just doesn't feel good.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you combat those moments when it doesn't feel good?
1: I remove myself. I like like, totally, maybe we're doing this. Right. Right. And I feel like during the pandemic, I had a really big kind of like awakening with my relationship and social media. And it just always has to come from a place of love and passion. Otherwise, it just doesn't feel good for me.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's tough. And how do you, you know, because obviously there's no controlling the algorithm, and sometimes posts oh, do boy. great. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, reels do terrible. You know, you just never oh, know where God, you're getting. I going. hate reels. I'm you're just kidding. N- no, me too. I mean, now they're actually worse than ever. I don't know what's know. going on. Instagram, I think
1: actually the algorithm is changing because something weird is going on. Something weird
0: is going on. I actually did like a test the other day, which we could talk about offline. But basically, I was listening to something, and someone said, "When you post your reel, don't put it on your um." So- to the, no, take the thing. Well, they say don't do that, period. Oh, my God. But they said um, there's a little th- the little thing, like, tick the box to not share it on your profile. Because if you yeah. don't share it on your profile, it's going to go out to a new audience.
1: But then it's not on your profile. And, and then, then it's you, not your word.
0: Literally. You know but, I mean? Okay. So I got the, I did that. Seven of my followers, only seven. Now we're like a week has gone by. Only still do the same thing. 13 of my followers have seen the video. A lot of other people have seen the video but it has gotten five it's likes. It's not your, so yeah. it's not my people. Right, so it's right. like, I might as well have done that thing. Like, it's like, if you, if you pay, like I've done it before for the Instagram, I paid like, you mm-hmm. know, to boost, I have done a boost before. And listen, sometimes it was great and it got like, a lot of views. A lot more views than we typically get. Right. And some of them have gotten a lot of likes, but some have also gotten like four likes. Nothing,
1: yeah. Because so, it's like it just oh, – not. Such a, it's such sense, a game. It's, it's such a dance. Exactly. So yeah. how
0: do you, as someone who – this is your livelihood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you – what do you do in those moments when something bombs? You
1: know what? I think of the connection that I have with my community. Okay, great. And I'm like, no one can take away the – hundred DMs that I have had today versus, you know, something that's doing poorly because I know that I talked to 100 humans today, real tangible humans. And if I don't get those likes, it's okay. Right. Obviously that's much easier to send it down because there's (laughs) days where I like want to throw my phone and I'm just like, you guys, but then I'm, I am the type of creator that will post on stories and be like, did you guys see this? And yeah. they'll DM me like, wait, no, what the heck yeah, is no, going on? We'll I turn on the post notifications. And then it's like, it's all a conversation. And you can't have shame. Yeah.
0: No, well, that's even like today, this morning. Yeah, I, yeah. I did a, I reposted a reel of mine and I said, I put a question on it. Like one of those like, yes, no. I think I and, saw that. And yeah. I was like are we into reels anymore? Because I, I figured people just weren't yeah. into them. So I was like, are we into reels or not? Or should I be reading a book? <laughs> or should I be wasting my time should reading I a book Should I just like not even
1: create video anymore? <laughs> it's all a conversation. It's all and a conversation. And you know what? Like, Once you get over like, oh, this is a little embarrassing for me to ask. And you're just like, no, these are people that are here because they follow me. They want to see my yeah. content. I'm going to ask them, are you guys seeing this? What do you want to see? Do you want to see video? Do you want to see photo? And then they feel a part of it.
0: No, it's true. It's Mm -hmm. totally true. And isn't it interesting that you said, you know, on the days where you want to throw your phone against the wall, you look back to your community and are so happy about those messages. Yeah. And you know, obviously when people think of influencers and creators, they always know that there's a dollar sign attached to it. Right. But you're not making any money by answering those DMs. And you don't right, have right. to answer those DMs if you don't want to answer those DMs, yes. but you know, you wouldn't be anywhere without that community right. because no, it, it doesn't matter be how good thing. your content is. If you had, you know, a small little following like yeah. me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You, right, right. you know, you have to have those people. So it's great that you're pouring back yes. into them.
1: And to me, a successful ad is one that I'm having conversations underneath the post and one that people are relating to, like, I just posted an origins ad Mm -hmm. and I had so many comments about, you know, I use their mushroom line. How does this one compare? And that's a successful ad to me. yeah Aside from like, you know, creating the actual beauty behind the content, because otherwise I'm talking to a blank wall. Well,
0: it also means that that's the right brand for you because your followers are using it. So
1: that's another thing I wanted to kind of touch base on is I lose so much money on a everyday basis from me turning away ads or campaigns or brands that aren't aligned with my community values
0: right yeah like wow.
1: like i could be <laughs>
0: Damn. Wow. Yeah. So you are turning things But you away. have
1: to. Otherwise, if you become a walking, talking ad, right. you lose loyalty, you lose respect, you lose trust. And trust is the number one thing that you need yeah. for successful ads. Yeah. What is that balance,
0: right? Because yeah. I actually don't ever feel like I'm looking at like a page full of ads when yes. I go to your, no, your no, page. Oh my gosh. So what is the balance?
1: I take on things that feel really, really good. Mm -hmm. And that I know my heart and soul is going into, whether it be skincare, whether it be fragrance, whether it be hair and things that I know are not only going to resonate with my community, but they can afford Mm. and something that I personally would spend my money on and I personally can afford. So there's a lot of thought behind booking campaigns. And like I said, I turn away things every single day. Which is also a huge blessing within itself. Huge blessing. And I feel so thankful that I'm able to do that. But I used to do it from the very beginning.
0: Right. Which is smart.
1: And I was never money hungry. I was never like, I need all these ads to like prove myself as a successful right, content So you never sold
0: flat tummy tea?
1: <laughs> no, no, no gummy bears. No flat tummy tea. What else was the other one? Oh, oh my there's gosh. There's been so
0: many. The no new tea, one is,
1: no gummy bears. The new
0: one is like the colon broom. I feel like everyone is pushing. Oh, the blue. Co- yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh no, I'm, I'm a tummy tea-free girly and a gummy bear-free girly. That's actually really impressive. <laughs> yeah,
0: that is. That's really impressive, especially since like, And they you know, definitely
1: reached out to me. Oh, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: What is like the weirdest one where you were like- what? Oh my God, vibrators.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Um, lube. <laughs> and I, as, as a person in real life, I'm very modest. Yeah. And I'm like yeah, a crude, yeah. and I'm just like, I can't possibly. Yeah. Like if it's something related to women's health, yeah. Or, you know, something like educational in that way. I will think about it and I will, you know, spark thought and and you know, kind of see if it makes sense, but nothing I can I just get. Yeah. And it was again very high paying. It was great. Like it was it could have been a great campaign, but it just doesn't make sense. For yeah.
0: Me. Oh my god, that is <laughs> yeah. that is too funny. Well, speaking
1: of You got of, some crazy speaking things. Speaking
0: vibrators. No.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know,
0: privacy, right? Yes. How, you know, how do you choose What of your life you're going to share Mm -hmm. and what you're not going to share? And how do you protect yourself?
1: Right. It's so funny because as much as I share and as much as I'm constantly putting out content, there's still like 90% of my life that I don't post online. And so it was just a really big thing for me to find that balance and make sure that things that I'm posting, I've already processed as like a human. And then I'm able to post it and, you know, put thought behind it. But when it's things that I haven't processed and I don't even feel comfortable going through it as a human on my own, I'm not posting about it.
0: Yeah. It's very yeah. smart. It's very,
1: It's And it's also very hard because with relationships, for example, you know that there is someone, there's a lot of people that are my age, that are dating, that are going through breakups, that are in new relationships. And we all just want to comfort one another, but you have to like draw the line of like, I don't know how to comfort myself right now in that arena. Yeah. So let me try to figure that out. And once I'm good, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you think you'll ever come to a point in your life one day where you will share your relationship? Oh my God. (laughs) When I'm
1: literally engaged and when I'm married. Yeah. I honestly think. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just so hard. I actually, so I just had a recent relationship, but prior to that one, I had a very public relationship. Like Mm. during the pandemic and prior to... And that's how I actually built my TikTok. I, like, went viral with, like, my ex. And oh, I, just, I didn't know this. Yes. Yes. Is it still up there? No, my God, oh, no. Not the ex
0: that I know, no? No, oh, okay, one different right one? before okay. that. Got it.
1: He's great, though. Like, we're totally cool. Like, yeah. it was a nice, beautiful breakup. But people became very attached. Like, scarily attached. And I, I actually... I haven't even never talked to you about this. No, this is all new. Yeah. I had to make a YouTube video kind of like talking about it. And I never blamed my community for becoming attached because I invited them into my life. Mm -hmm. I, you know, posted the content. And so people love love and I understand that but it was really hard to go through a breakup with like getting hundreds of DMs every day. Like, what's going on? Are you guys okay? We haven't seen him today. Like, yeah, yeah. So I, oh my God, it was like a really, really, really awful experience in that way. Because not only was I going through a breakup, but I had to be like, okay, I have to pivot from like, couple content to now it's just me. Right. And so I made a YouTube video kind of like talking about it. I cried on camera. It was like a whole thing. But I learned and it's like we're yeah. fine now. Yeah. Do you use YouTube? I used to. At the time we had a couples YouTube channel. Oh, wow. okay. And it was great. It got like Thousands of views each video. We did like home renovations together. Oh, it was damn! Like, Ooh, the yeah, you know, that's stuff. like another another yeah, life. That's a- like, <laughs> wow. I feel like I've lived uh, so many different lives in the short amount of time that I've lived. Yeah, but yeah, that was a huge thing. That is crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah. we'll all have
0: to go take a deep dive into the past. Right? Of Mel. So
1: basically <laughs> moral of the story is I'm not posting someone again until I, I honestly think I'm not even being funny. I think until yeah.
0: I'm engaged. I think it's smart. And I also think too, a little bit, it's like also fun for the community to guess, yeah. you know, like, is she dating someone? Is she right, not dating someone? Right. It also probably allows for a lot of men to slip into your DMs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now that
1: everyone has gotten like a whiff of that I'm single again, It's so funny. I also am very conscious of not putting someone in the world that they don't necessarily want to be involved in. Right. It's my decision to be a content creator. And so I don't want to have, you know, someone that isn't familiar with the space having to also be a content creator with me. Yeah.
0: So do we get any like hot guys in the DMs? We get any like celebrities and the athletes? Oh
1: my God. So, (laughs) oh my God, this is like tea. So I'm on Raya. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And... It's all very new to me. It's my first time ever on an app in my entire life, and there's definitely some celebrity like DMs and stuff. And I'm just like, you guys, like
0: this is crazy. Oh my gosh! Well, you'll yeah. have to keep me updated on that. That's, I will. That's I right have for so much. Shit. I know. Oh I good. Know. Okay, great. Let's let's get done with this. I want to. I want to hear that. Speeding so. it up.
1: <laughs> and you see, this is like the exciting part. And when I kind of like let myself be a little bit more loose, but I'm like, wait, this is so nice to talk about. Yeah. But I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> because then people want to hear more. Yeah. And then it turns into like, this now has become a big part of my content. And then it's like, I'm going on a date. It was awful. And I don't even want to talk about it with my friends. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And listen, that's a whole other niche that you can go into one day if you ever decide right, to. But right. I think that, you know, do it when it feels authentic, if yeah. it ever does. And I already and,
1: chat so much on my stories. I'm like, I can't add another possible topic yeah, to talk Yeah. No, no, about. no,
0: no, no. You've got us. We've <laughs> yes, got you from yes. your cafecito
1: in the morning <laughs> yes. to, you know, when you're
0: doing your skincare at night. So we've, we've got you. Your Trader Joe's to, like, runs. TJ Maxx. Right,
1: right. Yes. Trader, right, Trader Joe's, your the TJ Maxx,
0: <laughs> the whole thing. You Oh, I love that. You keep us, you keep us informed and updated enough. Yeah, it's yeah. a full plate, yeah. It's <laughs> a
1: full plate. I love to hear that. Well, do you have
0: any tips, notes, inspiration for either young content creators, small content creators, people yes. that are thinking about going into content creation full time?
1: Yes. I honestly have to say the biggest tip that I have, and as simple as it sounds, is always be yourself. Always. Because there is only one of one. And that is you. And there is no one else that sounds like you, that has your thoughts, that looks like you, that has your hair, that has your clothing. And so that's the beauty of being a content creator. Don't try to be anyone else. Don't try to look like anyone else or sound like anyone else. Just be yourself. And people will come and will follow and will love for that unique personality. I love that.
0: And it takes time. This is what Mel told me yes, one day when I was yes, having a yes, yes. nervous breakdown. And I, I always love to tell uh, this yeah, story yeah. because it's, <laughs> I still think of it all the time. And, you know, I, I messaged you and I was like, how do you do this? I just, I, I can't, I hate this. Like, because I lost a bunch of followers overnight one day. And you were like, Paula, you have to think about it this way. You know, it doesn't, what is the difference really between this number and that number? You have to think of it like you're showing up for however many people it is that you're showing up for that day. Yes. And that's a lot of people. Yes. So, you know, whether it's 350, which even if it's It's 350, that's a lot of people.
1: And something that I did, and I told you this in that conversation too, if I recall correctly, is I envisioned people in a room. Yes,
0: that's exactly what you said
1: to me. If I get 350 likes and I envision 350 people in my apartment, in an auditorium, at a bar, that's a lot. And all those people are there to see me and to read me and to support me and to like me. That's a lot of freaking people. Yeah. And once you're like, okay, 50 people is a lot of people. 350 people is a lot of people. Then you're like, oh, I'm kind of the ish. Like, yeah. this is great. Even though, you know, if you remove yourself and you see millions of followers, you're like, oh, I'm no one. But if you hone in and you kind of like take it back a bit to go in more. Yep. That's how you just. Literally you changed confidence. my
0: whole perspective yes, on social makes media. Me so excited. It really did. No, it really did. Oh like my it God. helped me so much. And then when I'm having days when I want to throw my phone against the window, I just remember like. Even ten people is a lot. Ten
1: people? Are you kidding? Like, ten people at a birthday dinner is a lot for a birthday that dinner. That is too many for me. That's that's Same. about seven too many. Same. And they're there. They're interacting. They're they're having dinner with you. Yeah. Ten no, people are having dinner with you. It's
0: true, and yes. I, I love that. And I that has always been like it's it's helped me so much. Oh
1: yay! That makes me so happy. So I have my
0: last question for okay. you. Okay, let's
1: do it. Which is
0: what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given, and it doesn't have anything to do oh, with influencing? Oh, I love this
1: question. So one of my first internships, my boss at the time took a really big liking to me. And she said, you know why I really like you? And I said, why? And she's like, because you're a good human to work with. And she said, every internship that you have from this moment on, any job that you take on, always remember people want to work with. Good humans and just ah. be a good human. And that's all I do is I'm just a good human and yeah. a good person. You are. Yeah. You really are. I know I'm like like giving myself that <laughs> no, like no, <laughs> but you really are. No, you you really are. I, and that's I great try advice. To be. Yeah. yeah. And I just think like, okay, we're all doing this job. We're emailing back and forth. We're going crazy. But at the end of the day, we go home to either our spouses, our family, our dogs. That's a human behind that screen. So yeah. if I can make our lives easier by just being nice and kind and effective, mm. that's what I'm going to do. I love that.
0: Yay! And I love you. And love I'm you so, so proud much. of you and everything Thank that you. you do. And you guys, we're going on a trip together. So stay <gasps> oh tuned my for God. that. We are going to be hitting the streets of Milan I for Fashion Week. Hitting. So, you know, I don't know when this is going to air, but it might have been before or after. But you know what? You're going to see all of it on Instagram. So, Paula stay
1: tuned. is going through a content <laughs> boot camp. Yes. She's going to be showing you guys. This is me already making a plan for you. We're doing outfit videos. Oh, yeah. We're doing uh, itinerary. Oh, yeah. We're doing we're everything. Do, we're doing everything. Yeah, we're doing it. We're even going to go vlog. booking Blog, the, yes. We're going to vlog booking the tickets right <laughs> yes. now. Yes. Oh, my God. We actually have to book
0: our tickets. Yeah, and because, and I, you know, Ron we little C, <laughs> so we can. Uh, we need to vlog everything. <laughs> oh, my God. We're so Say, that's going to be amazing it's going to be so fun so stay tuned for that yes. mel thank you so thank much you where for can everybody me. find you on all of the internets
1: i am melanie cecilia at melanie cecilia on instagram melanie thought cecilia on tiktok okay perfect well thank you everybody for listening and we'll thank see you, you, soon. you bye see you in milan, see you in milan. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to World Your Oyster. I'm so excited that you're here and I cannot wait to continue growing on this journey with you. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope that you'll subscribe here, wherever it is that you might be listening. And why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at World Your Oyster Podcast. We also have an awesome newsletter. So I hope that you'll visit us there at www.worldyouroysterpodcast and hit subscribe as soon as you get to our website. Don't forget, we'll see you next Friday. Bye.